0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Gameplay Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is a storytelling game radio show featuring guests from the New York City Hive, like my current guest, another Aaron. Uh, That's Aaron (laughs) Catano-Saez. Say say hello.
1: Hello, everyone. It's me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Aaron, thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. This is really cool. I'm excited to be doing something new york-centric and also like nerdy and fun
0: my pleasure uh for those who are i'm not sure who Aaron is he is a voice actor singer podcaster who produces a show called all my fantasy children which is a ttrpg inspired world building storytelling and character creation podcast on the one shot podcast network so what is so? It's a TTR, so it's tabletop role playing game inspired, but it's yeah. not tabletop role playing games. Well, Could you go I, into that a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, because it's one thing if you're like we're a tabletop game podcast. We're like sort of, we we use. Uh, so each week we take a listener submitted prompt. So someone sends mm-hmm. us a prompt that says like the dragon who whispers. You know, we go okay, great. <laughs> so we're going to tell a story about that or create a character around that prompt. And my podcasting partner, Jeff Stormer, and I spit ideas back and forth. It's kind of like a creative writing room brainstorming session. And we will pull from or use certain tabletop games to help build the story when we need it.
0: Hmm. And it's
1: very, you know, we're creating a high fantasy world every single episode and adding on to it. So we, yeah. So it's one thing. It's sort of tabletop like adjacent or inspired. You know, that's why I didn't want to be like, we're sure. a tabletop game show. And I'm like, what game do you play? <laughs> Nothing, you know. So that's, <laughs> yeah. the, that's the hard part. That's the so that's why we use that term so that mm-hmm. we're not like playing Dungeons Like, no, we're not.
0: <laughs> Got, oh, I, I gotcha. So, I mean, so it sounds like it's it's similar in the sense that it like it has that improv storytelling thing. And it's also like fantasy inspired yeah but you say it, that you sometimes use games to help you choose the story like yeah. what so what what games do you use to do that or you just use we, like uh, settings
1: we started um using the background tables from Dungeons and dragons that you roll on the random results tables because mm. we, we found that the randomization element yeah. is really fun when you find out like surprise this character all of a sudden doesn't have a kid has a kid they don't know about and you're like oh what well, you know so that was fun But then uh, we started finding more indie games that kind of fit more of what we do where it's like creating a world. And it's sort of like world building through character creation because you can Mm. like find out a lot about a world based on obviously the people who live in it. And that's kind of what the show became about like, let's build a character. Okay, so if they are a knight... That means there's a need for combat in this world. That means there might be a royal hierarchy in some regions. There might, be, you know, it's a, a this if you introduce this, it means that kind of thing. Wow. It's fun. How, it's, it's super nerdy.
0: It's super, it's super nerdy. How how fast do you have to go? Like how how fast have you gotten with like pulling these like stories out of the air? Super fast. Um like pe- people who have listened to um Gameplay radio, uh, back when uh, it was safe for everyone to be going live from our studio in Brooklyn, uh, know that a lot of the times I would have to cut off the story like five (laughs) seconds before the end of the hour and just being like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. Bye. Like, I've gotten better about that since then. Kind of. of. Um, But I mean, just like, what is that? I mean, just doing that all the time. Like, how does that work for you?
1: It's fast and furious, and um, it, it kind of requires like a really good creative wavelength with the other person, mm-hmm. um, especially because we try to wrap it up in an hour. So we just know each other's flow really well that when you're hitting the beginning, then you hit the arc and like the inciting action, and then we're like, okay, so let's get to the end. And we kind of feel it, and we'll ask each other like, okay, so we're 40 minutes in, and we haven't found the conflict yet, so let's talk about that. And then we'll burn and burn and burn. We're never really rushing. Interesting. We both just, like, Jeff and I are such nerds. We both love um, the, Best. like, it's one thing to be like, we both, I'd love fantasy, but, like, you know, I, <laughs> I like the the nuts and bolts about what make fantasy cool, where it's usually, mm-hmm. like, people who can do stuff that humans like us can't, or live longer than us, or, you know, mystery mm-hmm. and magic that we don't get in real life. What Being able to explore that and use it is cool. And so yeah. him and I just have a, surplus of ideas because it's like this is what we love and like you know and yeah yeah exactly like I'm sure like if we you sat (laughs) down with your like best bud and you're like I want to write a fantasy world you'd be able to bang out like a hundred details in like a couple
0: days oh my god absolutely so uh so Jeff is like one of your really close friends
1: oh we've been friends since I was 15 years old
0: so and I'm now 33
1: so it's been a minute (laughs)
0: long-standing i love that yeah
1: Yeah. and um yeah he made a podcast he had one running and i was like i want to do that like i want to try it and so i pitched Mm -hmm. in this idea of like every week we create a character and it's evolved into like more about uh writing a fantasy world and kind of reimagining a lot of fantasy tropes and concepts that are a lot less stemmed in harmful stuff
2: Mm. Mm -hmm. that's
1: been the new drive of the show like okay let's create our own version of orcs that aren't inspired by negative things you know and Uh like we talk about that kind of stuff and break it down it's a lot of fun it's 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 been really cool being able to the term we use a lot is be nerds of our own fiction
0: Ooh, i like that nerds of your own fiction
1: everybody should be one if you're making your own fiction you should be like the biggest fan of it and biggest nerd or else who else is gonna be (laughs)
0: i i yeah i mean that makes that makes complete sense to me especially when you're telling sharing a story with someone else you want to be excited about what you guys are making together like in the moment i mean one of the i think one of the hugest proponents of of, uh role-playing games and tabletop games or that like is that you want it to be like it's it doesn't matter how it's played as long as everyone is enjoying themselves. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be played a specific way. It just has to be a space where people feel safe and happy yeah. um, or safe and scared to however they want to be freaked out. You know, it's just yeah. if everyone's on the same page. Um, it's, totally if,
1: if, if it's like a good space for creativity and expression and to whatever degree anybody wants, because like when I play games, I rarely like go ham role playing. You know, mm. I I I just don't care to, that personally. I'm like, nah, eh, I'll act when I got to act or something like, but I'm not going to be like, all right, only address me as arduous, like the why-. <laughs> like no. Um, but like some uh, people who get into yeah. it, it's important to, you know, lift them up too and make, you know, everybody different strokes for different folks should apply to tabletop nonsense, you know.
0: It's totally. just a game, man. It's just a game, man. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: For- <laughs> Put that on a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> oh oh wow i i mean if it isn't already it's gotta I be now <laughs> yeah may, maybe gameplay will one day actually start making merch and then um, that'll happen um name, who knows <laughs> <laughs> i mean radio free brooklyn has merch go buy radio free Brooklyn's merch. yeah please do that. um yeah please please do that we'll talk about that later um <laughs> so 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 what is your experience so obviously you love storytelling um mm-hmm. and you love uh in many different ways i mean just by the tilts of you being a voice actor and a singer along with this game like thing, obviously you love stories. What is, what is your full experience of like role-playing games? Like if you don't do it a lot, like what is your experience
1: Um, with that? So I like, you know, I, I played Dungeons and Dragons. Like, you know, that was my gateway when I was in college and, Mm. you know, I played it, I liked it. Um, But then as I got older and I went to like conventions and played with strangers i realized that not everybody plays the same way as me kind of what we were talking about before Hmm. so like the when Mm -hmm. that comfort isn't established it can get so that's why i was like i'd rather shift more toward games that are more toward like brainstorming you're just like spitballing and talking like i love me a good role-playing game where everybody you know i love a good dungeon crawl i love a good adventure but Mm -hmm. I like more, uh, like when you play with strangers, games like what we're going to play, Session Zero, is like an, can be like an icebreaker. They feel more like camp sure. games that are <laughs> oh, sure, creative. Yeah. And sure. that's what, like, I really like those more mm-hmm. because you get to, um, and I always felt bad because, like, I'm outgoing, you know, I have, have acting experience. And so, like, when people don't, it's almost like a, come on, jump in the pool, do it. And they're like, well, it's... What if I'm not comfortable performing? And, like, you know, so mm-hmm. I like games that can
2: True.
1: help people build a world and feel comfortable with just like rudimentary stuff, like establishing world building details and fiction, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So then maybe like later on they can dive more into like playing Gorthak the Barbarian type thing, you know, if that's You're not right. like their speed. Yeah, I guess
0: nobody, not everyone, goes from zero to a thousand.
1: So yeah, it's a very and I don't, and that was my experience where like Mm -hmm. I sat down at a table of Dungeons and Dragons players once that were like hard numbers people and like stuff, and I had played with fudged rules, so I was like, no, no, I throw a fireball. They're like, you're level one, you can't do that, and you can't have any fun. Like they, I played with uh, what are they called alignments for the first time. And oh I was like, my gosh! Yeah. yeah. and so it was just like this experience where I was like, Bleh. and so I kind of uh, just like I still like playing them, but I've just
2: mm-hmm.
1: eh. I like the other parts of games that um you don't get to see like the stuff that creates like everybody loves these actual plays. They're the things all the cool teens are talking about. These podcasts.
0: <laughs> it's true. <But>
1: yeah. <laughs> What I like is the first episode where they establish who they are, what the character wants, see what they look like, what the world's going to oh, be like. I love that. That's very much my stuff. Yeah.
0: That fuels
1: me, and so I gravitate more toward that.
0: That's, I mean, that that's incredibly awesome. Uh, I have a question for you because we mm-hmm. kind of got into this before we started uh, talking on air. But um, have you heard of solo role playing games?
1: I have. Uh, I have. Yeah. They're they're very cool. They're very unique. Uh, yeah. Um, I've been, cool I've been getting
0: into them. I've been getting into them a ton. Um, I, just this year, I found, I found out that they existed, and I was like, "Wait, what? This is incredible." Um, it is yes. a lot of fun to kind of sit down and be like, "Okay, let me just tell this story yes. and just figure it out and yes. just like have a good time."
1: It reminds me of the best, uh, the best parts of those choose your own adventures goosebumps books of yesteryear, where like mm. it's like if to do this, turn to page fifty. Like you know, when you're kind of just you're letting fate take the wheel on this, and it's just kind <laughs> yeah. of meditative and solo, and you just get to. Enjoy- it's very, it's very special to you, and that's what's cool about that.
0: Yeah, them. yeah. I, I think I also kind of enjoy how. I mean, storytelling, I mean, a lot of people, like, want to write or, like, have ideas about that. But um, with, with games like this, they provide you with, like, prompts or, like, invitations to specific uh, storytelling. So if you want to tell a certain type of story, but you're not really sure how, or you would like to kind of do it with some sort of, like, a structure you can start there like yeah. i can only imagine how many people started writing stories after playing one of these games
2: absolutely
1: um, it's it's a cool um ignition it's a cool it's like they're like catalysts and that's what i really mm. think they're very clever in that regard where it's like yeah. it's a creative tool sometimes just as much as it is a game or it's like oh it's that's why i like mm-hmm. i said camp games because they're like it's a warm-up like if you've ever done like improv like all right we got to warm up we gotta get those juices flowing And these like solo RPGs are like a great tool for that. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they're a great, great tool for that. Um, and that's why I they're just my jam. I like, I like the tools that help. Mm -hmm. You know, that help the gasoline that puts the that gets in the truck that takes you on your adventure. You know.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, yeah. I actually, um, when I was like a a a small a small dweeb in high school, um, I did theater um, and. There were of course the improv games, the camp games, that sort of thing. But I have to admit, doing that when I was younger, I was never quite comfortable. I mean, I guess I just didn't really have a good sense of what would like what would be something that I enjoyed that I also felt like everyone else had to enjoy as well. Because yeah. we were yeah. be sharing that with other people. Um, but since playing like uh, gate like tabletop role-playing games like with other people and by myself, like I found a space where um, and structures where I'm more comfortable with, like, coming to the table. Maybe maybe it's really that it's just I needed stories that were um, more nerdy. <laughs> maybe yeah, I yeah. think to be nerdier. But yeah. uh, it's, it's been an interesting transition for me, too. So I really hear that um, kind finding, of growth. growth. Finding,
1: yes, it is a moment of growth, though. It really yeah. is. For me, it's like I felt the same exact way. Because, like, me and sci-fi don't really blend well like mm. it's not my jam so when someone was like you want to play a star wars based tabletop game i'm like yeah sure and then i'd be like i don't know my blaster goes pew like i can't <laughs> connect to that so finding like the mm. the place the finding like the nerd zone that you feel full and you feel alive and you feel your creativity start flaring that's like it's a really valuable thing to find and really sink your teeth into and then things yeah. like sci-fi become less terrifying and other games and genres become less scary because you you've done it you know
0: yeah you found you're found your ground floor yeah mm-hmm. yeah well i'm very excited to establish a new ground floor with a game we're going to be playing today uh but before we go into what exactly that is i have a couple of on-air reads for the station um so just a little heads up to all of our listeners Uh, If you live in New York City and run for either fun or exercise, there's a way to learn something about the city while you're getting in your workout. City Running Tours is now offering neighborhood running tours designed with locals in mind. New York City takes pride in the diversity and character of its neighborhoods, and these unique running tours offer an opportunity to learn the history of a neighborhood and get personal recommendations from your guide. Choose from tours of 23 neighborhoods, including the East Village, the Upper West Side, Bushwick, Long Island City, and Roosevelt Islands. For more information about the Running Tours and to see the list of neighborhoods and full tour schedule, check out their website at www.cityrunningtours.com slash New York City. So make sure that you check that out. And also remember that Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 nonprofit organization that uh, does need your help staying on air with your donations. Even if it's just a small one, we really appreciate everything. It goes a long way for us. Um, if you would like to do that, you can do that by going to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org donate, and there you can find the aforementioned uh, t-shirts, mugs, and other swag. Um, you can also use just your phone and text RFBGIVE5, that's the number five, so four four three two one, and that only takes a moment, and you can use your digital wallet for your donation. So make sure to check that out. We really, really appreciate you. And if you're just like, hey, what's this? What's this Radio Free Brooklyn business? And how do I know what they're doing? You can also sign up for a newsletter at radioforbrooklyn.org/newsletter. All right, Bing, bang boom, we've done the thing. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm super professional. I'm a very professional hey, host. You burned through those. Yet. Yeah. Um you know, well we we have to get to to the exciting fun of the game that we're going to playing today, Session 0. Mhm. Yeah, Session 0 uh created by Megan Cross, someone who uh Aaron, you say that you know?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, I know because like I've played this game and I my thing is like if you have a a game you're an indie creator and you make it i'm going to be like screaming to the heavens about how amazing your game is in hoping (laughs) that you notice me and say hello and so that's exactly (laughs) what i did i found this game i'm like oh my god you gotta play this game Mm -hmm. i played it on the podcast several times and megan was nice enough to send me a deck and so i am i mean also i'm a massive fan of megan's work um and so like i just want more people to play these really cool games that aren't necessarily like adventure like you know mm-hmm. dungeon crawler games mm-hmm. I'm, I'm obsessed yeah
0: awesome well i mean i i'm definitely gonna have to check out more of megan's work after this um mm-hmm. because it, it sounds really really awesome and uh megan definitely notice Aaron senpai please um, <laughs> yep (laughs) we have two we have two errands in this little corner of the universe uh, looking for your attention
1: (laughs) there are only there are only two of us but we're both looking for your attention
0: at at this point yep (laughs) (laughs) well um so this game that we're playing session zero uh describes itself as a game about characters uh it's a story about the life they have already lived before your story with them begins it is who they are who has helped them and what has benefited them, and what has caused them harm. So uh, this is, of course, um, a game that uses either a very specific, uh, unique set of Session Zero cards, or a standard deck of playing cards with jokers removed, uh, as I am going to have. Um, Except, yep, I didn't realize that you had to shovel all four suits separately so i'm just going to have them all together and see what we get (laughs) you know
1: that 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 works too there's no wrong there's no wrong way to play a game
0: (laughs) you you know what it's the way the way that i play games on the show it's i see the rules and i try to do them and if it doesn't work out the story still holds exactly it's more
1: about that as long as the story's compelling
0: who cares uh, thank yeah, thank you, thank you for your uh, your magnanimity, <laughs> <carrot. laughs> I I don't even know if that's a word, but it is now. Um, mm-hmm. So this this is a game that uh, is about creating a character, and uh, you can do this by yourself and with other people. Uh, and today, the two of us are going to be creating a character together.
1: I'm so excited that you are. We're, we're blending our two shows together. That this yeah. is like all my game children. <laughs> so no, but I'm Perfect. really excited to be pl- making a character with you. This is like one of my favorite yeah. things to do is combining our creativity magic together.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is this is going to be it's going to be really interesting because often creating a character is a very like individual act in a lot of the games that I play, um, and this is going to be we're sharing one character. Um, so this this will be cool. Um, yeah. I guess we'll just. So the rules here say to draw a hand of five cards. Um, so maybe we each start with five mm-hmm. and take turns on the rules here and then, or take turns like answering questions and kind of collaborating and then see yeah. how much time we have.
1: Yeah, totally. We can do we'll do like a five. We can do five questions total if we go back and forth. You know, one person well, we will could do, do three. We can do that too.
0: Two. It's Whatever. Let, just go back and forth, and we'll see. We'll see how much time we yeah. have. You know, we've got forty minutes. It's not bad. True.
1: Oh, true. We're fine. Um, yeah. uh Do you want to go first?
0: Sure. Yeah, yeah. Let me do that. Um, my deck is shuffled, but we'll give it a nice little, um, uh, like semi-professional shuffle here.
1: Are you doing the thing?
0: I, I'm I doing. I saw the you thing. doing
1: the thing. I can't do that. Yeah.
0: I I can only do it one direction. You, you I can't, can't do it do the other the... direction. Yeah. I can't do the the bendy back over. Yeah. And I yeah. Do the Foldy. I mean, the foldy is um, so good these, though. The foldy is fun. It's really satisfying when you get it. But of course, um, when you mess up, or when you, but eventually your cards will just bend upwards. So. Nightmarish. Eh. Um. <laughs> <Sorry, laughs> you know. What it's you're okay.
1: not seeing, listeners, is how amazing that shuffle was. It was like casino dealer level <laughs> skill.
0: <laughs> Aaron, you're a flatterer. No. Um, no. <laughs> All right okay all right <laughs> let's let's draw what so what fantasy world are we getting into here like how how <laughs> hardcore fantasy this is a good this is uh,
1: question. let's start out like we'll just say that it, let's stick with it is a fantasy setting you know okay. like we'll, we'll decide what fantasy cultures or races exist we can decide if it's you know whatever because mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll just start, we'll figure that out as we go yeah,
0: you know uh, perfect yeah i i support it all right great um I will draw a first card from this random shuffled deck.
1: Exciting. Uh,
0: I have the Jack of Hearts here. Okay, okay. So let's see. Scrolly, scrolly. Do Do you want to ask me the question?
1: I do. So, the Jack of Hearts. While on the road, you have a memory that keeps your spirits up during tough times. What is your happiest memory? When did it take place? What about it makes it stay with you through the years?
0: Outstandingly, I already have an answer to this. I'm
1: very excited. Yeah, that was quick. You're like, how do you go um, so fast? By the way, I have an answer already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slow. We'll see. We'll see how the hour goes. Um, okay, so so uh, our character's memory um, that they um, ooh pronouns.
1: Oh, we can roll a six-sided die for that. That's what we do on the podcast. So it's one to two is he his, and three to four is uh, she, her, and then five, six is they, them. Perfect. So it's a three. So she, her.
0: She, her. Great. Uh, So um, our character's favorite memory is um, baking bread with her twin sister.
2: Ooh. Okay. So
0: she has a twin sister, and... um, she has this joyful memory of um they were making these uh very like intricate uh like knotted bread shapes like kind of braiding them into different uh shapes like sometimes they were in the shape of like animals or hearts or whatever they wanted and it just being kind of a lovely beautiful day with like the door like kind of open to their kind of kitchen space Mm, and it was a beautiful breeze and they were laughing and having a good time and it makes her happy
1: I love it. Um, but what about it has made it stay, like, what about it makes it stay with you through the years? That, like, hmm. this keeps you up during tough times. And why is that?
0: Well, okay, so and this is where it gets more difficult. <laughs> um, let's see. I, so.
1: Did she leave home? did her sister leave home uh you know are they still together or are they split up
0: yeah i mean i guess i imagine that the sister is on the road and i mean even though she has a twin sister perhaps she's on the road on her own
2: Mm -hmm. um
0: so this kind of memory of being together and having like a place of home um kind of keeps her grounded
1: so can i add a detail to that that i think is good please so the reason it grounds her is every time she smells baking bread in like a town, she thinks of her sister. And so like she just has this, whenever she gets that smell, she thinks of home and warmth and the breeze and she feels it and she thinks of her sister even while she's on the road. It's mm. just like baking, baking and baking and her sister go together like a hand in a glove.
0: Lovely. You know? Good. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. I wonder, what, uh, I wonder what happens when she's hungry.
1: <laughs> see, you know, that's yeah. an excellent quote. Let's find out now. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I, f- I will flip a card.
0: Wow. Yeah. Pull Two a card here. Two
1: of hearts.
0: Two of hearts. Okay. All right. Um, a certain sound always makes you smile. What sound is it? How did it come to be of comfort to you? And is it something you still hear now that you've begun to travel?
1: I, I have one already. Um, so it. great uh, her twin sister was um a really good archer. So the sound of thwick when like a like an arrow hitting a bale of hay. Like I'm I'm imagining that like sometimes that would wake her up in the morning and she's like as a kid, she hears the thwick or like the thwap Whatever you want to make that sound, she thinks of.
0: Yeah, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah that I, and that it like just, noise.
1: and it's always been something that she has wanted to be better at. She always wanted to be as good as her sister at that. Um, but it comforts her in the way that it's always been something that when you hear that sound. You know that your sister's up practicing. You know you're going to go out today, maybe on a hunt. You know that it's going to be like an adventure-filled day, and it makes you... You know the day's going to be a good day when you hear the arrow hitting a haystack. And then mm. she still hears it now, when, I don't know, if she's an adventurer, maybe, if she's out there, you know, maybe she uses a bow, and she's still not as good as her sister, but every time that that bow hits something, you know, she thinks of that, and it's just like... It makes her think like today's going to be a good day.
0: Interesting. So, do you think she spends a lot of time hunting? Do you think she hears that sound in the midst of battle? I mean, because you can shoot arrows at a lot of different things.
1: Oh yes, hey, there's, and there's <laughs> my bud Jeff. And says do, does she
0: get the same satisfaction from every single shot?
1: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I don't know why I can't be both, both hunting and in battle. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> sure. yeah, I completely
1: think I'm seeing her kind of as this, uh, 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 like. Um, expert hunter tracker you know archer like sort of like robin hood but like that kind of feel like in the woods is a you know a ranger
0: okay like a really good one sure yeah Yeah. i hear that yeah
1: Yeah, and so that sound just makes her think of being outdoors doing cool adventure stuff shooting arrows you know hunting Mm -hmm. battle cool stuff maybe she's like Maybe she's got like a fiery spirit to her in that regard.
0: I like that. Um, I'll also add it since it's sort of like a, a comfort in a way. Perhaps also the memory of um, kind of writing, kind of hearing that in the morning was kind of a, a signal to her that her sister was nearby. Oh, and that her sister
2: yeah.
1: Was
0: there, so it was a way to wake up and remember that like one of her closest people was there. So maybe that's also how it became a comfort too.
1: Yeah, and every time your arrow hits something, she knows her sister is nearby, even to this day.
0: Aw, nearby Aww. to her heart.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: I wonder what Love happened it. to the sister now, but we're telling the story of this kid. I, ki- this I kids. know,
1: <laughs> I'm like, things are getting, is, is she okay?
0: I know, we've only drawn two cards. Um, <laughs> all right, let's draw another one. Okay. I have the Ace of Clubs.
1: Okay, the Ace of Clubs. A powerful entity once made itself known to you. Oh no. What circumstances led to this meeting? Who was the entity? What did this meeting entail? That is dope.
0: That's exciting.
1: (laughs) See, this is why I love random results games.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. That's true. This is like I should have mentioned this before, but but as a very brief side note, I played um, a wild magic sorcerer in my last Dungeons and Dragon private Dungeons and Dragons game, mm-hmm. and whenever something like a specific number was rolled, you had to roll on like a table of like D one hundred for just yeah. something was going to happen.
1: Oh, the cha- snap! The
0: chaos was beautiful. I love it um, so much. Okay, but let's see. A powerful entity has made itself once made itself known to you. Um, I would say that. Uh, if she is, um, she is a hunter and Mm -hmm. she has spent a lot of time, um, navigating the forests and perhaps, um, one time she meant, she met a powerful forest spirit. Okay. Um, who was a protector of the forests that she was traveling at the time. Um, and let's see, the circumstances of this meeting, Mm -hmm. um, she was... Um will hmm' we'll say that it was it was not really as expected because she was maybe hunting some she was hunting some game,
2: mm-hmm. uh, but
0: she was hunting a game she that uh, ended up being extremely important to this powerful entity maybe it was a creature that um that was uh important to uh the spirit's home staying Ooh. safe can i ask Ooh, you a got question something? yeah, yeah.
1: Ask... were they competing over the same game at the end were they competing? were they both hunting for the same thing and that's the, the, the spirit and the and her yeah
0: sure yeah i yeah, like I'm that just, um,
1: you know yeah i mean it's whatever you can always no, say no no, I hear that. no, I no it's that.
0: good it's good um yeah, so they were competing for the same game, and the spirit comes up and, has, and says, like, hey, that's mine. Um, and it ended up being like, it ended up being an actual competition.
2: Ooh,
0: see, this is. For, for like a bet.
1: See, this is what's beginning to form is like, it sounds like a myth. It sounds like the devil yeah. went down to Georgia and like the fiddling contest.
0: Oh, it sounds sure. like, two,
1: yeah. like a, b- a mortal battle to spirit in like a hunting contest.
0: Ooh. Ooh
1: see that's crazy this is good this is good this
0: is fun yeah who was yeah, the entity yeah. though who was the entity yeah. uh well it's a spirit of the forest um Ooh, you're are you are you let's see naming oh. Naming is, is.
1: but like what okay so what is their role like what's their spirit of is it just like the literal man the incarnation of the forest
0: Maybe, I see what you're saying You know I was When, when it was like Who was I was like Hmm You mean a name Naming um, no.
1: can be, Yeah naming tradition. No, I'm good I'm like good
0: that. I'm good to avoid naming <laughs> 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 Um Let's see Let's see uh, uh This spirit is a Um A Spirit of the earth so Okay It's like an earth spirit In the forest Who like survives Amongst like The roots of the trees Okay, that's um, good. And requires maybe additional sustenance or materials from specific creatures in order to like okay. have comforts. I
1: so what I really like about this is if that's the case, if it's among the roots and the dirt yeah. and stuff like that, perhaps yeah. it's like you know. Uh, let's name. Let's name. Let's name our character. I am comfortable naming let's her um, something uh the word associations i'm thinking are like bow um oh um uh can it can it be abigail thwick Th-
0: abigail thwick wick <laughs> I, I i i would i i like the thwick i let's let's call let's call her um let, let's call her aspen thwick Oh,
1: sorry, I can't curse. I'm
0: sorry. <laughs> no, you that... can curse. Oh, People I can this Oh, is on Radio. You're good. Okay, good.
1: That is yeah. so goddamn good. That's a really good name. I am. I am very. Aspen Thwick is a very Aspen good Thwick. hunter name. So, Aspen Thwick is hunting. She draws yeah. her bow and like you know nails this. You know, it's a combination of like an elk. And an otter, it's like a really strange beast, you know, in fantasy uh-huh. world, whatever. Uh-huh. And the reason why the competition happens is because as soon as she nails it and it falls over, the spirit of the forest, this this entity reached up with its like roots and decomposing powers. I'm seeing it as sort of like a fungusy among the roots. like it needs things to decompose and rot. That's sure. why it needs it like feeds on the earth and it needs mm. it like uh-huh. eats. you know, I put that in air quotes and yeah. You know, and so it the... eats in a
0: non-terrifying way.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. And so, like this, this otter elk like vanishes and disintegrates, and me is like, "Hey, what the hell? Like, what happened to my feast?" And entity is like, "Ho ho ho!" You know, it seems we have competition. <laughs> you know, and so like the battle began for like bagging another one. I think.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> what do you think? What do you think?
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think. I think. yeah yeah i mean i'm about it i mean maybe it was just like a circumstance of like a hey you owe me another one of those
1: Ooh, that Uh, one
0: and then uh the this entity was like uh no i don't and then maybe aspen was like well well you at least owe me you owe me a bit of my time because i was working hard for this kill yeah and then it has to be like and then it becomes like a competition because Aspen's like, well, let me play a game with this. This, this is, thing. This is very yeah. good. And
1: yeah. then it begins. The the this is the to something. Like this. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm very excited. Um, is it my turn? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Draw a card. Got the yeah. six
1: of diamonds.
0: The six of diamonds. Let's see here. There's always something. What is your biggest regret? what about it leaves you unable to move on are there circumstances in which you could forgive yourself Ooh, ooh.
1: i think aspen now i'm like ooh. aspen's biggest regret um is um oh i have one as as aspen and her sister grew who's her sister's name is Cedar. Um,
0: Great. <laughs> right. right. Cedar Thwick. I love it. Okay. Cedar
1: Thwick and Aspen Thwick. As uh, they would grow up shooting bows together and they, you know, they would practice and Cedar would show Aspen all of the tricks and moves and stuff like that. Until eventually Aspen became better at shooting a bow, but she always kind of lied to Cedar and made it look like Cedar was better at shooting the bow and, never really like admitted it, let her win a lot. And it's something that I think that she found Cedar had to find out the hard way that she was actually like lying to her this whole time about her skill and when she'd go out and hunt thing. Oh, it was just a lucky shot, I guess. When in reality it was like a super trick shot, bouncing an arrow off three trees <laughs> and nailing like a boar. Meanwhile, like Cedar is like a good but rudimentary, but Aspen Aspenthwick turned into like master level you know incredible fantasy character and it's her always biggest been her biggest regret that she wasn't up front with her skill and her you know how her development in the in this in the field of archery
0: interesting that's interesting because um like when we were talking about how the sound of the thwick of an arrow like reminds her you kind of said something like maybe cedar is still better at archery than Aspen is. Maybe there's a little bit of that internalized. She's lying to herself about how good like cool she is, too.
1: I like that. Um, I like that a whole lot. Where And she doesn't know. And that's why, what about mm-hmm. you, what about it makes leaves you unable to move on? I think it's because Cedar, like, one day they got into a huge fight about, you know, what Aspen can do and what Cedar can do. Cedar broke her bow and was like, I'll never shoot with you again you know i never i never want to participate in ranged whatever archery with you and they never shot again they never got to bond and go on a hunt together go on an adventure together and it's always something where like every time she hears the sound of an arrow every time that like you know someone says like wow amazing shot aspen how the heck did you hit that like uh, it's just this feeling of like i wish i i wish i had i had, wish i had cedar here with me i wish we were you know, sniping elk otters together. Mm. You know,
0: <laughs> elk otters. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that would make that make sense for why they weren't traveling together. Maybe um, mm-hmm. Cedar realized that there were other things that she she just didn't go out, and Aspen did. Um, and totally... so, what so what are the circumstances in which Aspen can forgive herself?
1: Um, so I think Cedar is out there also adventuring and doing cool stuff, and the two okay. sisters have to reunite and, like, take down, like, a threat together. You know, and in the story version of this, like, she's like, you know, right. I have to find her. I think it's Cedar so is- So Aspen can
0: only forgive herself if she, if she kind of fixes things with Cedar, which...
1: Yes. Makes yeah. Sense. Yeah. Has to go and apologize, or has to go mend this in one way or another, mend this relationship. Because Cedars out there doing the exact same stuff, going on adventures. It's very, it's very anime, where like the sibling is out there doing X, and the other sibling's out there doing Y, and eventually their paths cross.
0: <laughs> Hopefully on the on the same side. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Oh, always, always. But yeah, I think that's what that's the thing. That's the rub.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. It became. As they grew older, it became kind of a competition between them that Aspen never wanted, yeah, where as absolutely. soon as as Cedar realized that Aspen was better and that she was lying to Cedar about it, Cedar kind of was like, well, I'm going to be better at you at some- than you at something else. Mm-hmm. And it was constantly a competition that Aspen never wanted.
1: Can I make a pitch for an idea? Pitch away. All over the world, there are legends of the twin sister archers but they're always, there's always one of them, where it's like, did you hear the legend of the time that the great the Aspen uh, Thwick, bested you know the forest spirit in a hunting contest? Well, did you hear the one where Cedar sniped a ghost from across the planet? Like, oh, that's a great myth too. <laughs> and there are these like two stories about these two legends, and they build this this lore around them and these two mystical, magical, amazing archers. These. He's like gods of the field. And it's like, you know, Aspen doesn't care about all that. She just wants to kind of hang out with her sister and shoot bows again at like a... Yeah. Hey.
0: Uh, yeah I, have a, I have an interesting clarification, though. If Cedar broke her bow and said that she was never going to shoot with Aspen again, may, like, do you think maybe Cedar would be an expert in, like, something else? Like, oh, spears. Oh, smart. That's Like, very, kind of... Ugh. Like, a different type of weaponry. Like, still, as talented, still making those, like, stories and legends. Oh, but, so like,
1: good. With
0: that level of, like, grit, Cedar has become skilled in something entirely different from Aspen.
1: What does she like, do? Still she adventuring.
0: Do? Hmm. What does she what
1: what? What does she use? Like what is Cedar's what Cedar's thing?
0: I'm I'm imagining like a staff spear kind of a thing.
1: Okay, so I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Where somewhere yeah. there are legends about this this woman who wields a spear and it's like an
0: unmatched
1: level of skill. And somewhere mm-hmm. on the other, other side of the world, there's, like, a bow master. Like, the, right. this is dope, and no one knows yeah. their pictures. Right,
0: right, right. I guess So I guess they're not identical, then. They must be, like, uh, just... Normal.
1: Do people think they're the same person, though?
0: Right, I was wondering <laughs> that earlier. I was like, maybe they think they're the same person. They get uh, mixed up all the time.
1: Oh, everybody <laughs> thinks, oh, there's one legend about one person who wields but a, a spear
0: and a bow, but
1: it's two different people. See, now, this is, I, really I love like making... Mythology. This is sick. Yeah. I love it. Oh my god. Okay. This is
0: this is really okay. This is really fun. Okay. Oh my god. Um let me let me draw another card. Let's keep this going. Yeah. My blood um, is
1: boiling. My heart is racing.
0: Oh my god. Oh my pearls! My pearls. <laughs> um uh so I got a two of hearts. How do we okay. feel about that?
1: Hey, I am all about the two of hearts. A certain sound. Oh, wait, oh, do we already get that? We no.
0: did. Here, let we me do, let me draw something else. We did. Let me draw I something else. I forgot
1: that we're using two different of cards. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, well, wait a minute.
0: I was like, hmm, something's <laughs> wrong here. Oh, uh, we're just in two different locations. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Queen of Diamonds.
1: Okay. Queen of Diamonds. Scars are stories. What is your most notable scar? How did you get oh. it? Is it brandished as a mark of pride or hidden as a mark of shame?
0: This is very exciting.
1: This is very exciting.
0: I don't know why I'm so excited to put a scar on Aspen.
1: <laughs> I know. I know, but it's such a good scars are stories.
0: Scar scars are stories. Um
2: Yeah. Um
0: How how dark how how creepy are we willing to go here? Um, it's.
1: I mean, we. It's. You know, it's up to you. This is your half of the story. We're just combining it to make like a stew or like a sandwich. We're just combining ingredients.
0: Um. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm going to say that Aspen has a notable scar. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Ready. (laughs) I'm I'm gearing myself up to do this. Aspen has a notable scar from like, from like the like the base of her ear to yeah. like her jaw. Dang, just right there. Yeah, and she has a scar right there because um, she found herself um, in she she found herself like in conflict with um, a um, a poacher. Okay. With an elite, with an illegal poaching scenario, love that. And uh, she was trying to take them down, and she got caught and almost and almost like died. Almost got her like
2: her, her oh no, throat slit a little
0: bit. But she managed to survive, um, and she got this scar as a, She keeps it as a mark of pride.
1: Okay, um, what, Why? She, she really can't about, hide like, it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Is it, was it like a lesson in mortality? A lesson in poaching? Like,
0: hmm. No, I why mean, is it pride. Well, so I've, I'm I'm picturing it as like a mark of pride because it's, um, maybe to her it's a, an indication of how willing she's go. She's like how far she's willing to go to sacrifice to fight for the things that she thinks matters. Okay.
1: I love um, that a lot. I, I think that's really good. And that yeah. like, you know, there's more to, that also means that there's more to this person than just chasing after her sister.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think she desperately wants her sister. She went out, but at the same time, she has this incredible skill. And if people see her with the skill, they're going to want her assistance yeah. or, and she's going to find things about the world that she also wants to change. So, yeah. Um, Maybe she, maybe this was like the first time that she went up against something besides just like a regular hunt and um found herself on the, the bad end of a knife and managed to get out.
1: I, you know, I dig that. I love a fully, dim- I love a three-dimensional person that's like, not just like, I want to find my sister. What else about this person? Nothing. Like, like oh, okay. What <laughs> kind of food do they like? Nothing. Water and bread. Like, you know, I like uh, that. Her interests include trying to stop, you know, poachers. Or that means in this world that there's people who, like, hunt unethically. You know, Mm. or this region. Like, hunting is important to her clearly. But I think doing it right and doing it, you know, as ethically as possible is important to her. And that's what's dope about this character is, like, this respect for... We said rangers. like respect for nature, respect for balance and all that stuff. So I'm into this. And then the one time she almost died. That's terrifying. But it's like... But I made it out, and like, look at this scar. You know, it's a cool... <laughs> yeah. It's a cool mark of pride. Like, yeah, I effing survived,
0: you know. She, she's a survivor, you know. I'm here
1: for this. I like yeah.
0: this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to flip it. Fantastic. The card. Draw another card.
1: The Jack of Hearts. Did we already get that? Sorry. Nope. Um, no, wait.
0: We might have? Yes, I did.
1: Yes, I did. I'm going to flip another okay. one. Jack it of Clubs, it. actually. I swear I shuffled.
0: It's all good. Um, Oh, boy. Well, I feel like we've already answered this one. You are no stranger to rivalry. Who is your rival? How did they come to be that? And what makes your rivalry so important to you? Did we not answer this already? We totally
1: (laughs) did. And, oh, so I want to add just like a little details for some spice in there. Mm. That like, Mm -hmm. there have been several times where, you know, this is what we're kind of establishing is, like, a dangerous world that she lives in where there's, like, at any time, like, an entity could appear to challenge you. People kill each other for fucking po- Like, you know what I mean? If you get in the way of a poacher, like, they try to kill a person. So I think there's been several, you know- exactly closing beats of this episode of each episode of this anime Mm -hmm. that we're crafting where like you know (laughs) she disarmed her bow is knocked across the room and the person goes in for the finishing strike and a spear like you know goes through them and like what the hell and then like a shadowy person goes and like leaps away like wait cedar you know one of those oh my
0: god oh my god i felt that i felt that deeply
1: Like, you know, has, like, yes. So I'm really thinking there's, like, this guardian angel rivalry thing happening where, like, they Amazing. both help each other in certain times, Yeah. but Cedar is not ready to build a relationship yet with her sister. But it's obviously going to help her stay alive in this, like, terrifying world they live in.
0: Right. Like, maybe, so, especially maybe at the beginning, like, Aspen, like, maybe didn't think of Cedar as a rival for a mm-hmm. long time. Like, yes. because... Aspen really just wanted her sister. And um, maybe over time, as Cedar continued to insist on her own independence and her own skill, Aspen started becoming competitive in her own right, like almost a little bit out of spite as well, to Hmm. kind of interact with that. Um, And that's, I mean, she, she desperately wants Cedar... Um, but also wants Cedar to trust her with her skill, so I think that's a lot of that too. So
1: I love that. It's very good. Awesome, Yay. Awesome,
0: awesome. Do you want to You're... draw another one or should I draw I'm... again? You
1: draw again. That was good. I'll draw.
0: I'll draw. Please do, please do. King of clubs.
1: Oh snap. King of clubs. So the king of clubs, you will always be a reflection of your parentage. What was oh, your relationship with your parents like growing up? What is it like now? Okay. Okay.
0: Parent time. Here we go. Yeah. Um. I'm picturing her as having like two. I'm I'm picturing her I'm picturing her as having like lumberjack parents, like okay. two like really like, but like but also that somehow she and her sister are adopted. So I'm picturing like two um like like very like two like kind of strong like skilled in different ways but like yeah also yeah. very kind like men yeah. who like fell in love and found these two like girls and adopted them um, i dig it i like this yeah. a lot
1: it, it, it is um have you ever played zelda link to the past
0: oh no all right never
1: mind yet. there's two guys who you <laughs> find yeah. putting a tree together and listeners if you know that reference that is their parents <laughs> that is, but it's so there's two lumberjacks who are physically imposing strong figures Mm -hmm. strong in maybe the two of them have like a lot of uh, they got lumberjack tails which are maybe if forests are (laughs) what we're making them in this world lumberjacks are badasses because these forests sound
2: dangerous
0: (laughs) yeah yeah i bet i bet they had like really high expectations for their daughters um Except for these, like, surpri- like, surprising, like, gentle moments, like, teaching them how to make bread. Because, of course, they had to learn how to bake in some fashion. Yeah. So, I feel like their relationship was one built on the concept of strength. Yeah. And how strength was, like, the most important thing for yourself and for other people.
2: Mm. Um,
1: okay. So, there wasn't a lot, perhaps did that make the two of them what they bond over is literal feats of strength like archery or like no competition Mm. does competition Mm. has it always been a part of their sibling relationship
0: maybe maybe that's maybe that's part of the problem right maybe they were raised that way yeah but maybe aspen never fully wanted maybe aspen never wanted to engage in that
2: you know, maybe
0: Cedar was there but Aspen was always trying to tamp down her skills because she didn't want it to be a competition she just wanted that to that is care. great yeah.
1: F yes that's very good so oh I like it so the relationship with the parents is very like you know this world is tough and I'm yes. trying to make you able to survive because I Absolutely. the two me and your father go out to the woods every day and we see how horrifically dangerous it is y'all better go, y'all gotta toughen each other up
0: because mm-hmm. you just
1: have each other out here in this do you want to name the forest we can do it together
0: wow do we want to name the forest
1: can um, i ask you a question yeah what is the name of the street you grew up on
0: meandering oh, that's very good <laughs> it's pretty good right
1: the meandering wood <laughs> does is that is that the, the name of the forest
0: meandering wood it is great that's Easy. very good Let's that's a it. good
1: name if i read that in a book i'd be great like great idea who, who thought of that They're like it's just the street i grew up on. <laughs> awesome no pressure yeah times are tough in the meandering wood it's dangerous out there so i'm glad that they've mm-hmm. kind of like they grew up in kind of a crucible environment where it was mm. like high stakes high risk high danger the heat is on but it'll toughen you up and make it so when you guys go on your own you can survive anything yeah. No wonder Cedar's yes. a badass.
0: <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, no wonder Cedar was like mad at Aspen when Aspen was like trying to see, like, oh no. Like... Oh, it's
1: like you're betraying our parents. Like, yeah. you know why we're having these competitions? It's so we can stay yeah.
2: alive.
0: And you were fucking around and cheating. You were lying. Come what? on, you lying.
2: Know, come
0: on. You were, you were pretending that I was good at something that I wasn't? Like,
1: the nerve. I could die. Oh, How I, dare. I, I'm
0: yeah. I'm good at throwing a spear and I suck. Like, I'll die. Yeah.
1: It is very good.
0: This is good. This is good. But what is the relationship like now? That's another part of this question.
1: <laughs> oh, you got good. Oh,
0: my gosh. Great. Goodness gracious. Well, I feel like Aspen never, like, I feel like it's the same kind of thing where, like, Aspen feels like maybe she can't go home without her sister.
2: Mm.
1: did cedar leave first and then aspen follow her is that it
0: because you said i could like
1: come home without her yeah maybe so like go find your sister she's gone
0: you know? shit maybe
1: oh f that's sick
0: <laughs> she's off doing
1: dope shit and like you know without you you know maybe like when they're together it's it's sort of like you know, when the two of them are together, they're literal unstoppable juggernauts. Like, apart, they're <laughs> unstoppable juggernauts. Yeah. But together, they're, like, ridiculously powerful. So right. it's kind of like, we got to get the gang back together. You got to, right. you know, you know what this is. This is dope. I has
0: This is so, this is, this is so awesome. Um, and we're just at about, we're about, we're at about, like, four minutes left. I think we might have time for one more card if we do it really quick. Let's do um, it. So why don't you draw that card? Okay,
1: five of clubs. Do, 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 do.
0: Oops. Oh, sorry. Shit, I'm supposed to ask. Um, a friendly shopkeeper once helped you prepare for an adventurer's life. Who were they? Where did you encounter them? And what about your interaction has stayed with you?
1: Uh, a friendly shopkeeper once helped Aspen. Um, they were. They. Oh, this was the local barkeep. This was like, you know, the of the, you know, the barkeep gives you like the quest in everything. Where <laughs> yeah, it was like one day, like yeah. there was all these people getting their ass beat at the bar. And mm-hmm. you know, Aspen walked in is like, Your sister was here. She fucked up everybody. And she went <laughs> off and stormed <laughs> off to the east. And like that's what in that's what started this was oh,
2: yeah. everybody
1: loves Cedar, but that mm-hmm. day was like the she's a fucking like bat, like she kicked our ass. Like why? What the fuck happened? Like you know, and it was like the first yeah. time I think she was ever anyone was ever scared of Cedar. And that's what stayed mm. with her. Like, maybe it's not the same person that she grew up with. And that's why mm-hmm. it's stuck with her. It was like the fear in this barkeep's eyes yeah. is like emblazoned in her mind of like, if I see Cedar, it might not be the same person I grew up with. And that's fucking yes. terrifying.
0: Yes, the misunderstanding, like the like never having seen her rage before. Yeah, yeah. Like, hearing it secondhand. Probably the first time she's ever heard of something secondhand about Cedar. If they yes. like been close to each other growing up, yeah. Like, especially strange for her.
1: Mm-hmm. See,
0: amazing, yeah. Boom. Okay, this is this is great. I think I think we have to the yeah, stop, stop telling story now. But this was fantastic. Wow.
1: Yay. I'm glad wow. you liked it. It's a really yeah. fun game. It's cool. It's like a cool. It's like a party game. You know, you get some. It really is. Get some cocktails and you just like play a game with friends. Like you know, get some <laughs> chips, some pizza. It's fun.
0: Exactly. And then you tell like this whole character's story. What character did you make last time you played this game? Because you've played this before, right?
1: Oh geez. Oh God. It's like episode like it was like thirty episodes ago. I couldn't tell oh, you. Okay. And like we use it kind of like <laughs> yeah. supplementary every now and again when we're out of ideas. Mm. Which, by the way, if you kind of liked what we were doing, that's literally all my podcast is. Is
0: great talking yes. back and tell, forth. tell them about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you like this whole collaborative thing where two people like bring their own favorite creative elements and their own life and details about the things they love to creating stories. That is all my fantasy children. Um, we're trying to make a really optimistic, uh, inclusive fantasy world that differentiates from the norm. And we create it one story at a time by say what we did here, we would branch out on like the meandering wood. We have an episode where we talk about what makes it special. We talk mm. about you know what makes a, uh, you know, what makes someone who wields a spear special in our world and things like that? That's kind of the entire show. And uh it's a connected universe. So, like, the backlog is gigantic. We're at like 150 something episodes, but you holy know, shit. Yeah. We've been doing it for four years. So, wow. it, uh, it's become a pretty extensive world. And if that's kind that's of awesome. your thing is seeing a world get built episode by episode, come listen to all my fantasy children. You can find it on uh, oneshotpodcast.com.
0: Yeah. all right yeah you you heard it now and here anywhere else they should be following you listening to you etc yeah.
1: follow me on uh, twitter at eric tanesaya's all one word you can find all my fantasy children at amfc underscore podcast on twitter yeah
0: fantastic well uh again thank you so so much aaron for doing this with me i had such a great time this was Good. like it was just so pleasant so Thanks i really appreciate
1: you. It. I'm glad the feeling is mutual
0: Wonderful. Um, and thank you to also to all of our listeners for hanging out here on Gameplay Radio, here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, stay tuned for more Radio Free Brooklyn constantly. So just don't, don't touch that theoretical dial. Don't turn that page. Don't do whatever you do with internet radio. Um, love you guys. Stay awesome. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Goodbye.